Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. When you get these stories every now and again in Chicago where someone leaves a bar, someone leaves a party, and then it's days and days before anyone finds them again, if ever. And unfortunately, that's what we're dealing with here with Peter Salvino. Obviously, family's still holding hope. Uh, Marnie Hughes joins us now, of course, from uh, News Nation, an anchor at News Nation Live. And Marnie, this is... um, this, this doesn't seem great. We, what do we know right now about this search for Peter Salvino? Hi there, John. Well, so we get, we cover missing cases on News Nation every single week from all over the country. We're based here in Chicago, so as soon as this crossed our desk a couple of days ago, we jumped on it. Um, we're really concerned for Peter's safety and well-being, as is his family. So I talked to his brother-in-law this morning on News Nation Live just to get a rundown of where he was Saturday night, early Sunday morning, the timeline of events, um, how out of character this was for him. And I think that's where you have to start, John, because when you talk to police in any big city, they've got a lot on their plate. When somebody who's 25 years old, this guy is a student at Northwestern. He's a smart kid. Um, The initial thing is, well, I mean, he just finished finals. Maybe he's off to you know, taking a break. He hasn't communicated with his family. I tend to lean towards the family's immediate response. And they're like, this is not our kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so so here's what we know about Peter and the timeline of events. So like I said, he's 25. He went out on Saturday night with a group of friends to a party. He was seen on surveillance video. The last image that we had of him was from uh, the Wiener Circle at uh, you know, before the party, he left this party at 11:30, 11:40 on Saturday night. He FaceTimed one of his friends as he was leaving this party in the Lincoln Park area, and was walking home. It's only a few blocks from where he was at to where he was going. So he FaceTimed his friend at about 11:58 on Saturday night. Um, so the reason the timeline is important is because it's it's sort of on Sunday when things started to be concerning for the family. He was supposed to go to the Bears game with his dad on Sunday. Mm. So when he didn't show up for that, everybody started to backtrack. And they're like, okay, where was he? Where did he eat? Where did he go? So we were looking at this timeline as a pretty critical piece of evidence into where Peter is now. His family is very concerned. His friends are very concerned. Um, the fact that he didn't show up. So what is happening now is they are reaching out to the community. Do you have surveillance video? Do you have a business in the area? Do you live in the area? Were you out on Sunday night, uh, Saturday night, early Sunday morning? Did you see anything? That's where the family's right. at right now. You know, and I, I'm looking at some of this timeline, and, you know, 15 minutes after that FaceTime, he, he called a friend, and uh, he confirmed he had not arrived home. Uh, and then the, the one that like startles me for a moment is at 1231 police say his cell phone pinged a location near Diversity Harbor, although we should probably paint that with, you know, these cell phone ping towers. It doesn't necessarily mean he was right at the harbor, you know, right at the water's edge, although that is a concerning thing. Diversity Harbor, of course, very close to the rest of Lincoln Park. So that one, I think, sticks out at me, Marnie. I don't know if it does for you, too, but it's important to just we need to be patient with this and not jump to any conclusions yet. 
I I think so. I mean, we lean into providing the family with answers, with hope, any media coverage we can get them that provides some insight into where their person is. Um, Anytime you're near water, it's concerning. So Mm -hmm. I asked his brother-in-law, Scott Gruska, that this morning when we spoke. And I said, what is the search effort happening around the harbor, around the marina? Because it was the last ping of his cell phone. He said they had helicopters up. They had a Marine team out on Monday, which was yesterday, so far to no avail. Um, so the family is focused on trying to piece together a timeline, trying to get as much surveillance as they can. I can give you a couple of intersections. So if you're in Chicago right now and you're listening, um, Clark and Fullerton was the last intersection that Peter was seen. There was footage from the Big Apple Finer Food Store, and mm-hmm. he was walking south on Clark at the time. That was at about 1145 Saturday night. Um, At the time, he was wearing maroon pants, a gray and a black sweatshirt. He had a maroon ball cap on. So that's what we know um, as far as what he looked like. He has a mustache right now. So there's a few pictures floating around. He does have a mustache. Um, So that for the family, that's where they're focusing right now. But I think you you have to lean into all the possibilities. He was he had been drinking that night. Mm -hmm. His brother-in-law told me as much. He was drunk, but not incoherent. He was able to walk home. He had FaceTimed his friend. It right. was snowing in the background when he FaceTimed his friend. So right now, I think we're in the evidence-gathering stage of this, and we don't know that a crime has been committed, but we're trying to piece together all the clues that could lead to some answers for this family. It's um, it's a puzzling case, and it's urgent. It's only been three days, so I right. think right now is the critical time. It's also heartbreaking, just given the timing, approaching the holidays. A doctoral student at Northwestern, you mentioned if any of our listeners have been in the area, I I know a lot of parents and their kids live in the Lincoln Park area. Their grandkids live in the Lincoln Park area. It never hurts just to call them and see if they've heard of this story. I mean, midnight is late, but it's not that late. Those areas, Clark and Fullerton, that is a busy, busy intersection. Even at midnight on a Saturday night, are you kidding me? There's probably dozens of people walking through that intersection at that moment. And, and, you know, I know news travels fast, but just call your kids and grandkids who live in the Lincoln Park area. Maybe they were down there. You know, that's what, Marnie, I think you're hitting it on the head. Someone saw something, and they may not know the final piece of the puzzle, but every piece builds that puzzle. Yeah, well, and I think it's important we paint a picture of who Peter is. I mean, he's he's a doctoral student at Northwestern. He had attended Johns Hopkins. He's studying in neuroscience. I mean, this is a smart 25-year-old who has his life in front of him. His family told me, his brother-in-law said this morning, that he gave no indication that he had any other plans that night but to go home. He had just finished up pretty hard schedule, finals week for a grad student. He was looking forward to a break around Christmas with his family. So they have no indication he had any other plans. He's a Bears fan. He's a White Sox fan. His family misses him. They love him. They're praying. And this is his brother-in-law Scott's words. I'm praying for a Christmas miracle. So I implore anybody who's listening right now, if you were in that area of Lincoln Park on Saturday night, early Sunday morning, if you have any footage, if you saw anything, um, every little detail, I think at this point is really, really important. If it's your person, you want the community to rally around you. And so that's what we're hoping people do right now. Absolutely. Positive thoughts to whatever you can give. Marnie, uh, I know you guys will be breaking this down News Nation Live. You always do such an incredible job of it. And it's very del- delicate stories you guys cover. You do it great. Thanks, Marnie. We appreciate it. Okay. Thank you, John, and my best uh, to the Salvino family. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna try to bring him home safe.